today is an exclusively for women classic brunch here on Classic 1027, paying tribute to the women who have helped create this wondrous world of the world's most beautiful music. And joining me on the line from Germany is Golda Schulz. Golda, welcome to Classic 1027. Hi, Kutlana. Lovely to hear your voice again. Good to hear it. A familiar sound of a South African accent once again in my life. <laughs> and it's, it's great to be able to chat to you. I think the first time we met, uh, we met about two and a half years ago, and uh, we were going to do a concert together, but you had just arrived, and my first order of business with you was to interview you on the radio. So lovely to be able to talk to you again. Thanks so much for having me again on your on your wonderful show. I really appreciate it. And thanks very much for celebrating women in classical music. That's a very lovely treat, I think, yeah. for your your, 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 your listeners, right? I almost said your viewers. <laughs> there are viewers and listeners. Now, Golda, straight off the bat, you speak about your mother, your aunt, uh, your first music teacher, uh, even your sing- singing teacher at UCT, and, and also your mm. agent, being all being female. Uh, this is, I guess, your backroom stuff, the, the engine of, of your career. How important is it that you've been mentored by other women? I think it's very important. I think people undervalue the idea of female mentorship for women um, because there's such specific questions that we as women have in this industry, you know, how to balance your family life because society still regards women as primary caregivers. So how do you balance family life with this business so demanding, these these demanding schedules that we're asked to. And I find that just being able to talk to women, half the half the conversation doesn't need to be explained. It's just I can say, I need to go to South Africa because my mom and my dad need me and my agent doesn't need me to explain it to her right. at all as to why this is such a necessary thing for me. So I think there's a lot there's a lot to be said for finding mentors in the business who have at least some of the same life experience as you mm. and you know yes not all of the yes there's a plethora of different the wonderful men in this industry who are supportive of the women and i really appreciate them we need champions and allies but there's something so special about being able to say look at this tribe of women that support me and make sure that i keep this engine that is my career going forward and i still regard them as you know my primary source of inspiration my primary source of of um, you know uh ideas when i'm looking for for ideas on how to navigate the business i talk to i always talk to women first i don't that's just how i'm programmed mm. now for historical reasons, of course, uh, the operatic literature is filled with uh, roles where women are portrayed in a stereotypical fashion, being impulsive, fickle, lacking substance. And of course, this is for historical reasons. How, how do you then balance exactly what you've just said with what the realities of your work bring to you and demand of you? Well, it's very interesting because those are all patriarchal. That's a patriarchal view, you know, women being fickle. But... What these male composers don't realize is that even in a, a woman's fickleness, it ha- it's, it's coming from a place of having to negotiate her, herself as a woman in a man's world. Mm. So all women intrinsically, we have experienced these things. So I find that it's not difficult for me to portray the female characters that I portray because I have empathy for their situation in life. Um, you look at someone like Gilda, 
so naive. Well, it's because her father left her locked up in a tower. Of course, she's going to be naive, <laughs> but she's also very religious. And, and the, these are the things that tie her to who she is, and she acts from that space. So I think what's important for me, no matter the role that I do, I come from a space of empathy for my character, empathy for her as a woman, and because I always find that as woman to woman, I'm sure I can always find common ground with the character that I'm that I'm portraying. And once I find common ground, then I can start to open up the open up to the range of options and opportunities that the that the character has available to them. Because you know, none, nobody thinks of themselves as a, a side character mm. in their own life story, even though in the overarching story of the universe, I might turn out to be a complete side character in history, but I don't think of myself that way. And I don't think someone like Sophie in Rosenthalia sees herself as a side character. Clara in Porgy and Bess doesn't see her life as a, as a side character. These are women who are doing the best they can with what the world has given them and in the world and in the the trope of opera a man has written her world for her well it's my job as a as a female singer to to give her the best options with all the decided moves that have been decided for her and i still have to make her story um you know full of pathos make her story truly poignant for an audience member that's the voice of Golda Schultz, a South African soprano living in Germany these days. Now, Golda, as we wind up our discussion, you are obviously yeah. from a from a, an excellent generation of young South African opera singers, mostly female, actually. Uh, you've uh, sung at the Met, you've sung at La Scala. Uh, I think you have a performance coming up at uh, the BBC Proms. And people say it's something in the water here in South Africa, but I suspect it's something a bit more than that and must have something to do with this spirit of Mbogoto that we're talking about, the spirit of South African women? I'm, I'm not sure what what it is that that really sets us so apart. I'm, honestly, sometimes I think that there's, there's, there are so many wonderfully talented women all around the world coming from everywhere. And that's not to discount the talent that we have in South Africa. There's a plethora of talent. I mean, I recently adjudicated... The South, the South African singing competition that ha- that's held online this, that was held online this year by Injabulo Madlala um, and listening to all those young voices and just realizing that there's so much talent there but there's just not, not enough opportunity it was quite sad for me but what I do think and I'm, what I want to stress to people is we are so talented but we must not fall into the trap that the industry is trying to build for us that there's an gratification of our talent. Our talent is rightfully our talent, and our talent should be rightfully recognized as needing support and infrastructure so that it's not just a few that keep coming mm. to Europe and America. I want to see an ocean of faces who look like me and who sing with the same, you know, same joyfulness in their sound as I do. And as, as I hear someone like Pumezo Machikiza sing, and as I hear someone like Alvin van der Heerfer sing, and as I hear someone like Priti Yende singing, when I hear my colleagues, my friends singing, I hear the joyful soul that is the South African soul, and I want more of the world to see that, which means that more of us need to be coming up out of the out of the African continent and out of South Africa, which means that we need to build infrastructure so that it's not just 
the few and people can exotify us. I don't want that. I want it to be absolutely the norm. On that note, Golda, that's all we had time for. Thank you so much for getting up, especially early for us. I, I guess here in South Africa, it's a public holiday, but I guess it's not in Germany. But nonetheless, thank you so much for being prepared to give off a few minutes of your time to uh, participate in this uh, Women's Day edition of the Classic Brunch. Thank you so much, Golda.